Please remember to watch your language. Look, I can't speak without swearing, and I've only got my grade 10, and I haven't had a cigarette since I've been arrested, and I'm ready to f***ing snap. So I'd like to make a request under the People's Freedom of Choices and Voices Act that I'd be able to smoke and swear in your courtroom. Because if I can't smoke and swear, I'm f***ed. The following programming may contain content that some listeners find offensive. If you are sensitive to foul language or explicit content, please turn your radio the f*** off now. Hey Horace, give us three shots of your best bourbon. And have that Russian waiter I like bring it over. Hello, hello, hello. My name is Russian Tim and I'm the host of weekly punk rock radio show called Rocket from Russia. Tune into CITR 101.9 FM every Thursday from 10 to 11 a.m. And you can also find the podcast on CITR.ca, iTunes and my blog rocketfromrussia.tumblr.com. Hello, you are listening to the radio station CITR on 101.9 FM in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, and this is weekly punk rock radio radio show, Rocket from Russia, brought to you by magnificent record label Stomp Records all the way from Montreal, Quebec, Canada. Uh, Stomp Records have two very exciting releases coming out, uh, coming... 
existing in uh, the near future uh, from two local bands. One of those bands being Real Mackenzie's. Their album comes out in March. And another album came out this week by a magnificent, the world greatest baseball theme punk rock band called The Isotopes. Their brand new record came out Tuesday, which was two days ago. The name of the album is Nuclear Strike Zone. This is a fantastic, magnificent record, and we just heard a song uh, called Never Been Hot. This is the opening track. And um, today in the show, I have the fearless leader of the Azotops, baseball aficionado, and overall, a wonderful male, number 13, Evan October. <laughs> hey, Tim, how you doing, man? <laughs> Uh, you also are a wonderful male, and I appreciate that introduction. Very, very happy that you uh, hear that we're talking about uh, isotopes and talking about baseball. Finally, I've been waiting way too long. Uh, you know what? It's great. You have us out here every time we do something, and uh, it's always a treat. So thanks a lot for having me out again. Thank you. Congrats on the fantastic record. Thanks a lot. Um, on March 5th, isotopes are leaving our national month-long tour playing home... Oh, sorry, playing with Drill McKenzie's, the legendary Canadian band. And you are coming back home on April 11th at the rickshaw. That's right. Uh, we didn't get a chance to do a record release show with this. Um, we are saving it for the final night of tour, which is April 11th, uh, with Real McKenzie's at the rickshaw. Is that the season opener or not? It's not going to be the typical season opener that we've done in the past, but there will be, um, you know, uh, uh, there'll be. you're going to get your money's worth as far as fanfare goes. <laughs> so uh, it's going to be a night of, of fun, and it is... Um, you know, it's a real Mackenzie show as well, so it's just going to be a real mix of, uh, of, uh, I guess, you know, uh, I don't know what to say, shtick. There's going to be a lot of shtick going on that night. Um, so, you know, you can come with your glove, or you can come with your kilt, or you can come with both. Um, but you're going to have a great time. So, I promise. You, uh, yeah, I promise too. <laughs> All right, so let's check out a couple of super hits from your new album, Nuclear Strike Zone. I, per- I prefer to pronounce it nuclear. Nuclear Strike Zone. Nuclear, this is how it's pronounced? Okay, <laughs> nuclear. In Canada. Okay, Nuclear Strike Zone in Canada on Stomp Records. And uh, let's check out my favorite track of the album called Total Juice Head. Fua! This is a super hit. I know. Let's do it. Isotopes and Rocket from Russia. Total Juice Head.
Hello, hello, hello. You're listening to the radio station CITR on 101.9 FM in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, broadcasting live from the University of British Columbia, Canada. Rocket from Russia. I am Russian Tim, and I have magnificent, legendary Evan October, number 13, lead vocalist and fearless leader of local baseball, the best world punk rock themed baseball band in the world, Isotopes. <laughs> We just heard three magnificent tracks uh, from their brand new album called Nuclear's... Uh, nuclear. <laughs> nuclear Strike Zone. <laughs> no, you had it perfect. It's Nuclear Strike Zone, but just a lot of people are pronouncing it nuclear because uh, I don't know why they do that. Nuclear. It's like new metal. Nuclear. <laughs> nuclear, yeah, it's easy. Okay, so the, this album, we just heard four songs from this magnificent album. We started off with my favorite uh, song by the Isotopes now, Total Juice Head. Right after that, Chicks, Dick the Long Ball. Magic Loogie was the third one, and the final track was Bleacher, Creature Girl. Yes? Absolutely. Could you please tell the story? I was, when I was reading the lyrics, of which you were kind enough to send me of this final track, I was curious, what's the story to that? Can well, you come up with one? Uh, I mean, yeah, there's some there's some fiction in there, and there's some truth. Uh, before I got banned from the United States last year, a couple years ago, I was I was in New York. I was living down there for a brief period, about six weeks, and um, and you know that it, it kind of occurred to me during the uh, events of that trip that it would be funny if uh, a guy like me who has spent so much of his life um, rallying against the New York Yankees <laughs> was to find himself, you know, romantically involved with a, a girl who was a huge Yankees fan. And uh, um, the, the cult of Yankee fans in New York is called the Bleacher Creatures. And they're this very obnoxious group who, who have season tickets, I guess, uh, in the bleachers at Yankee Stadium. And what they do is they heckle uh, the, you know, they heckle the other teams. They, they heckle their own team. They're just really... Um, they're quite New York, so I thought it would be it, it would be a funny premise for a song. Uh, and I know that I always said that I would never write a love song or anything, but I thought this was a pretty good idea. No, to, that's a good. If idea. you know, it, 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 you know, it would be like um, it's like that. It's like the classic story of falling in love with the person that you just should not. And and I thought this would, might be a funny context for it. So, you know, some of that is uh, is based in reality, and some of it is just fictitious for the sake of. You know, art, man. <laughs> it's like me falling in love with a girl who loves baseball, regardless, regardless which team. And, and, you know, yeah, exactly. Or for my case, <laughs> soccer. And I, not to. <laughs> All right, let's talk a little bit about the brand new fantastic album, which I won't name uh, won't name the name because I'm pronouncing it incorrectly. Nuclear. No, you're doing a great job. I was just <laughs> taking the shit out of you. Um, you, like I read a little bit of information, there's so many people uh, rec- recorded uh, the album, and like every time I see the Isotopes, there's a different uh, squad, like a proper baseball team. Could you please uh, tell who helped you out and which bands they are from and um, a little bit about this? Yes, sir. On this record, we have... Um, on bass guitar, uh, a dear friend of mine, Vlad Zach, he did some tours with us, and he's played in um, numerous bands, including now the Real Mackenzies. Um, he's got a lot of experience and did a great job recording the record for us, with us on bass guitar. And um, yeah, he's he's been he's more than a hired gun. None of these guys are hired guns on this record. I just want to set that straight. We we uh, we had a pretty solid lineup going into the studio. So these are all guys that have worked with us uh, for extended periods in the past. So there's Troy on bass, um, 
Trevor from Nervous Talk and recently, until recently, the Ballantines on drums. Tony also came in, Tony Hustle from, you know, you name it. Uh, he came in and did two songs for us on drums too. We did a re-recording of Ballad of Ray Ordonez and one of the ones you just heard, Chicks Dig the Long Ball. Um, Tony has a, a real flair to his drumming style and I thought it would, um, he was on the original Ballad of Ray recording, so I thought it would be great to have him in again to do that. And uh, Chicks Dig the Long Ball just needed needed Tony Hustle on it. So he was there. And then, of course, it was Dallas Duststorm and uh, Justin Safely, as always, on guitars. And um, and then Joshy, Joshy Atomic from the Jolts and Fashionism. He came in and did the lead on Bleacher Creature Girl, which we just heard. None of us could play a guitar solo. <laughs> so we had to, <laughs> like a real one. Professional. Yeah, we had to hire a, a guy who knew how to play guitar to do this. And he did did that, and, and uh, you know he sh- showed up and did his job like a pro, so that was awesome. And um, Ben, of course, our announcer, he he, you heard him on Never Been Caught introducing us, and he's got himself a uh, a rap career. Oh, yes, live meat. It's good. I'll try to bring some in, or I'll try to send. That you was some. my next question about this gentleman because every time I see you, the gentleman comes up and starts yelling something, <laughs> and then you start singing. Yeah. I was wondering what's his job, what's his position in the band. He's our hype man, and uh, and he, uh, yeah, just he's a hype man. He, he basically keeps morale up on trips, and uh, he's yeah, he's an excellent, he's an excellent uh, hip hop artist. Hip hop as well. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So. He he composes his own beats and and raps over them, and it's really good actually. Nice live meat. And you obviously sang on the record. And I sang on the record. Yeah. There were some guests, but I did most of the singing. <laughs> um, uh, yes, and you recorded this album with the help of Jeremy from the Hextalls. That's right, Jeremy Patch of the Hextalls uh, recorded and engineered and mixed this record, and uh, someone we've been wanting to work with for a while, and. He did an awesome job. Evan, like, you know, some of those songs you already wrote, like, they were, like, I heard, like, you know, Belt of Rey Ordones, like, th- three years ago or something. Yeah. So some of those songs are newer. Some of those songs, like, Total Juice had you played live. Um, in terms of, like, working in a studio, was it, like, you when you brought the songs to the studio? Were they completely ready, or were there any input from Jeremy, or was it, was it just more engineering type of things? Uh, Jeremy's input was largely um, from a production point of view. All these songs were written before... Um, I, we came in except for I think Magic Loogie we wrote in the studio I wrote in the studio uh, I had the idea and the lyrics but I did not have music for it and we kind of just I kind of just sat down with a guitar and said okay this is how it has to be and taught <laughs> when we recorded like all of this um, Trevor did not know most of these songs at all and so I would be uh he would be recording the drums and I would be in, had a microphone and I would be like, okay, coming up, uh, ride symbol, one, two, three, four. And he would change to the ride and I'd be like, okay, there's a crash coming up. You know, and so he was just playing on the fly because he's a great drummer. So he's just playing drums and there's all these scratch tracks of me just being, uh, telling him instructions on how to, how to do it. And same with the other guys in guitar. Like we just had to kind of learn some of these songs as we went. Um, Situation No-No was like that. Magic Liggy was like that. And... Uh, most of them, most of the other ones we'd played, we'd rehearsed before. Uh-huh. Uh, never been caught. We learned that one in the studio. Uh-huh, the opening track. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But most of it was, was fairly well rehearsed in advance. 
cool. Yeah. A nuclear Strike Zone came out on February 17th, and the same day Alex Rodriguez issued a handwritten letter of apology to Major League Baseball, the Yankees, the Steinbrenner family, the Players Associations, and you, the fans. Uh, you have a song about Alex Rodriguez on the album. It's called Hasta La Vista, Baby, and the song features beautiful vocals of Black from the Dwarfs. Could you please tell the story how he got involved? Uh, yeah, it, it was funny. I, uh, I guess I've emailed with Blag uh, back and forth for you know different reasons over the last couple of years. Um, you know, I wanted to bring the Dwarves up for shows. My old band played with the Dwarves, and that's when we met him. And so, I mean, it wasn't a total stranger approaching him to, to ask him to sing on the record, but you know, it's not like I was not like I know him or anything. Mm-hmm. So I emailed him, and it was something that you know I'd been I'd been wanting to to have. I had this idea of having Blag sing on the record for. You know, as long as I'd been conceiving doing a full length, so it was this like long, kind of long time coming, and it was, you know, I was just waiting for the perfect time to shoot him an email, which is when I had a demo, and uh, I so I sent him this demo and I sent him this email and I just said, you know, like we got, you know, we got like whatever fifteen hundred bucks to record a record. Um, I don't have much to pay you, you know. Would you be into into uh, recording, you know, this line? I, I sent him the lyrics and the demo. And, uh, you know, I'll give you a couple hundred bucks so you can, you know, book studio time or duty to do whatever you have to do. It's within our budget to do that. And uh, so I was kind of like, I didn't know what to expect. I was nervous sending the email because you don't know what to expect when you're asking someone a, f- a favor like that. Uh-huh. And uh, <laughs> like two hours later, he sends me this email back. He's, he sent the tracks. He's like, I happen to be set, set up in the studio. Uh, here's the tracks. Here's here. You know, you'll just be able to slide them right into your song. Please send two hundred dollars to <laughs> the the PO box or whatever. So it just happened within like within a day, and it was it was hilarious. I thought that he was yeah. just so you know he he did it. He it was it was awesome. That's I was cool. I was shocked. That's cool. Let's let's just listen. Let's listen to the Hasta La Vista Baby song about Alex Rodriguez, who I have no idea who he is. And but I read I read something happened to him. He drank some juices. <laughs> yes, he. Yeah, he uh, he got busted for steroid use and. You know what? I I don't really think I have a problem with steroid use in Major League Baseball at all. I what I have a problem with was the way that he so cowardly like backed down from the charges and denied it over and over when he was so busted and just like all around acted like a real baby about it. And he would like do press conferences. He would like faked. You know, he was crying, but you know it was so unauthentic and just like just the way he presented himself through that whole scandal was just bullshit. So. The song is about that. If you get busted, I mean, Jose Canseco, you know, he wrote a, a book, a tell-all. I think it's fairly common common knowledge that most guys in that era were doing a lot of steroids. And, um, you know, if you get busted to a degree like that, why try to deny it anymore? You're busted. You're already busted in the eye of the public. Just at least, like, have a little bit of integrity, come out and say, yeah, I did it, you know. But he just wouldn't. He just wouldn't let up with this fucking sob story. So... That's what the song is about, and it's called Hasta La Vista, Baby. Let's ch- let's hear it. Hasta La Vista, Baby. The Isotopes on Rocket from Russia. Hasta La Vista, Baby. Hasta La Vista. Hasta La Vista, Baby. Hasta La Vista. Sit down and shut the hell up. A-Rod knocked off the lion. A-Rod cut out your crying. Yeah. 
Hello, hello, hello. You're listening to the radio station CITR 101.9 FM, broadcasting live from the University of British Columbia, Canada. Isotopes are here. Evan, number 13, the leader, the fearless leader of the band. He is in studio, and we just heard three tracks from their new fantastic album, Nuclear Strike Zone, which came out on Stomp Records uh, on Tuesday, uh, February 17th. Uh, we heard Hasta La Vista Baby, then we heard Situation No No, and the final track was Hiroshima Dreaming. Uh, this album is available to you to buy on iTunes, on uh, and you can order it on the Stomp Records website, correct? Yes, it's available uh, everywhere, actually. It's in record stores for, for order and uh, oh, nice. you can order in vinyl or compact disc oh yeah, vinyl as well yes sir congratulations this is crazy thank you very much we don't have it yet yeah but they... I've heard that all the vinyl plants are like quite behind Whenever it gets here, yeah, that's cool. That's yep. cool. Let's go. I have a couple of questions about two final tracks which we just heard. Uh, and uh, who's high on LSD and situation? No, no. And who's going to Japan to pursue baseball as an occupation? Well, uh, situation no, no is all about um, Doc Ellis, who is, um, well, I guess, widely known or widely thought to have uh, pitched a no hitter on LSD, and. Um, it's kind of a cool story. There's a there's a little documentary that No Mass uh, out of New York did on it. You can check that out if you Google or YouTube uh, Doc Ellis, LSD no hitter. And uh, yeah, that's it. He he just threw a no hitter on on. What's no hitter? A no hitter is uh, you know uh, when you're the pitcher you you throw pitches. I know I'm just gonna lay this out for you because you know <laughs> Thank you. very little about surprisingly little about baseball. <laughs> uh, the pitcher throws and a batter can either hit the ball. Uh, and reach base safely, or either strike out or, or or walk or hit the ball and not reach base safely. So he pitched the whole game. Nobody hit the ball and reached base safely, um, which is a feat. You know, whether you're high on LSD or not, it's it's pretty good to be able to throw a no hitter. And no one, you know, maybe you guys can do that once in their career, maybe. And he did it on LSD. Wow. And uh, the Hiroshima. And Hiroshima is. Uh, uh, not, there's no real story behind that. Um, it's just about uh, the sun setting on a guy's career and having to go over to uh, Japan to maybe make it over there one last one last uh, season. So the Japanese league is below the. It's it's well, it's a parallel professional league. It's just where it's obviously not as as good. So <laughs> the MLB will poach a lot of the good players from Japan, and if you're done in the Major League Baseball uh, organization and you can't get a job in the states you can often go over to japan uh-huh. and play pro over there for a few more years and there was a movie with tom Selleck called mr baseball from the it was in the 80s or something uh, pretty good movie it's about him going over to play in japan and uh, so that's what that song is about there's a team over there called the hiroshima river carp and uh, that's what the title is based on okay plus cool. california dreaming it's just <laughs> um a couple of years ago, you participated at MLB Fan Cave 2013. I have no idea what that is. Could you please tell what it is? The video was super fun, but I don't know what was going on. It was just a competition. It was it was a it was a competition to you know uh, go the top nine. They took the top nine to go live in New York at this place called the Fan Cave, which now doesn't exist anymore. Uh-huh. Um, and and watch baseball. It was basically like Big Brother for for baseball. You'd have to watch every game at this place, and then. Over the season, you'd have to perform tasks and competitions and eventually be voted off or kept on. And so there was this whole voting process, and I made the top 50. <gasps> I was one of two in Canada who, who uh, made the top 50. 
and uh, top 30 would have gone on to spring training, and from there they, you know, they weed it down to top nine. And I, I made it to the top 50 out of I think there was like 20,000 entries or something. So, wow. Um, but uh, I didn't, I didn't advance beyond that. And the girl from Canada did make it to the actual top nine. Wow. Uh, her name was April, and they obviously had to take one person from Canada. You know, like I knew it wasn't, I wasn't top 50. I was basically top two <laughs> as far as yeah. I was concerned, yeah, as far yeah. as anyone was concerned, because it's like they had to take one of us. Uh-huh because they wanted to branch it out into Canada, but it wasn't going to be me. She was like, she was exactly what they were looking for. And I wasn't obviously. So, um, it was cool. It was fun, but, um, I like this nine, nine white room when you were talking and there was like pans on the, this is my favorite. (laughs) That's my friend's apartment. Yeah. The guy who filmed that for me, that was his kitchen. It's a nice little place. Nice kitchen. Yeah. Good kitchen. (laughs) Um, in 2010, you created, wrote and directed a cool series, ice cream truckers. Are there going to be more uh, episodes of that show? Um, you know what? Nothing right now. I'm, I've got my hands full with this thing that's actually working pretty cool. Um, but that was, it's a little fun project. I'm going to write, I am writing uh, slowly uh, more scripts, a script. I like, I like, I like the first one. I have a, uh, thank you, thank you. Um, it's, it's just, uh, you know, you, not everyone gets to do everything they want to do. You're pretty lucky if you get to do one thing successfully. So that's one thing I got to do that wasn't uh, exceptionally successful. So I'm going to stick with this band for now <laughs> <laughs> and uh, focus on making this as good as possible. That that thing took up a lot of my time and, and there was not really, didn't turn out that good for how much time I put into it, you know, so. <laughs> uh, but um, like my favorite, because like again, the, to me growing up in Soviet Union, uh, ice cream truck was something foreign, so I never seen those. And then it was, it was so funny how the guy who owned the truck was so organized of different types of ice cream. I didn't know we had like two types of ice cream back home. <laughs> he had like eight and he was very strategic about which one to use. Well, those guys are, they're militant about uh, some of them about how those ice cream trucks are, are kept and organized. I happened to work for the ice cream uh, truck company for a couple years in a row, and uh, they are very, very professional. You would yeah. you would not expect it, but they are. <laughs> Let's check out a couple of uh, more songs from uh, the new album, and I would like to have a Cuban theme, if you don't mind. Uh, <clears throat> the re-recorded version of Ballad of Ray Ordonez. You got it. Yes. And uh, Good Night Havana. How about that? Sounds good. Let's do it. So this is we'll start with the belt of Ray Ordonez uh, on Rocket from Russia. Isotopes wonderful album on Stomp Records.
You're listening to the radio station CITR and this is weekly punk rock radio show Rocket from Russia and today I'm playing you the Azatops, the greatest baseball themed punk rock band in the world on this particular planet and we just heard two uh, Cuban themed songs from their new album Nuclear Strike Zone, uh, Ballad of Ray Ordonez and Goodnight Havana. Evan, how familiar are you with the Cuban national series? Uh, I'm not very familiar, no. Did you watch the season 2012-2013? No. Do you know what happened? No. Let me explain. Let me hear it. As, as, a, as a baseball professional. As a, as a growing baseball fan, <laughs> let me hear it. So Villa Clara, they played uh, against Matanzas. Uh, Villa Clara, they, uh, they, they, before that, they were seven-time champions. Okay. And they haven't been a champion since 1994-95 season. It was a long wait. Uh, they were orange shirts. And <laughs> uh, me and my wife happened to be there. In um, in um, in Cuba uh, for vacation during the final series, it was crazy because we were in Santa Clara, which is Villa Clara's homeland, and it was just unbelievable. We ha- we just happened to be there during like the the final, I think, f- four games or three games, and it was just madness. Every time I was there, I was thinking of you, and I just wanted to. Um, the whole time you were in Cuba, yeah. you were just thinking about. I'm and sure I your girlfriend to- was happy about that. Yeah, just had to bring you a small present. This is wow. a Villa Clara, the champions of Cuban series, a shirt. This is awesome. I don't think you have this one. I don't have this one. Okay, <laughs> let me describe this. This is an orange shirt. It's a nice burnt orange, and it's got looks like. Uh, that could be Times New Roman. It says BC and then uh, Villa Clara underneath. And this is a pretty, this is a large. This is perfect for me because I've been wearing large T-shirts. The sleeves are gonna come off. This real nice. This is a great shirt, Tim. Thanks so much. And I think it's good for the tour. This is good for the tour. This is perfect. For, it's kind of like, it's got like a. Someone could mistake you for a, uh, a, a an escaped a criminal in this. <laughs> This is great. Thank you so much, dude. I'm going to wear this all the time. So this, I kept this. I kept this for this day because I knew sometime you'll come back to the show. And since 2003, 2013, this was sitting in my closet. <laughs> great. Thank you so much. Thanks. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send a, a picture out of, uh, on Instagram right now. I'm going to gram this right now. So cool. if you're not following us on Instagram, it's at the isotopes. And you can check out this sweet t-shirt in just about five minutes. And um, I just also, that was a super cool story because we went to Santa Clara on the day of one of the, not the final game, but the, the game before. And the game was at 8 p.m. and we were there at 3 p.m. Uh, and the stadium was full. That was crazy experience. I really wanted to go to the game, but because the game was at 8 and we didn't know how long it'll go, there was no way to come back to the hotel. But it was unbelievable, man. It was just the excitement. Just imagine they were... Uh, Five hours before the stadium was full. Yeah, we, we we saw that it was full and it was crazy. They had music instruments. Everybody was dancing. The atmosphere was just unbelievable. I'm not sure about the quality of the game, but just the atmosphere outside and inside the stadium was fantastic. Yeah, I mean, the quality of the game was probably high too. Those guys are. Uh, there's a lot of great baseball players in Cuba that we don't ever get to to see in in the states, obviously because. Well, until until recently, until very recently. So we're going to start seeing more of that in the States. But the, the baseball down there is very high quality. Yeah. 
the players who have made it up here have been, you know, largely stars. Uh-huh. So, and yeah, like everybody, like the whole like when we went back to hotel, everything died during the game. Like all the waiters, you can't get anything because everybody was watching the game. It was it was it was like just crazy. Like and I enjoyed it. Even I didn't really know what was going on, like in terms of the actual game. But it was so exciting. Just I watched the, uh, every single game which we were there. And good thing we didn't stay for that game because it was rain and they stopped the game for two or three hours and the game finished at like about one a.m. in the morning. Oh wow! So. Huh. But yeah, it was, it was a crazy experience. That's cool, man. I'm, I'm hoping to get down there and watch some baseball, too, in the next couple of years. Yeah, yeah. It was, and, like, the tickets, it was the final game. I think the tickets were, like, 20 bucks. Yeah. So, like, it's... it's 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 uh, so, And it was, like, the final, you know, the series. So it's, yeah. it's possible to go and watch, really, every every game and enjoy it. Yeah. Cool. All right. Um, I have... Um, um, I would like to do a ticket giveaway to the show, which is happening tomorrow. Uh, the Chromax, legendary Chromax, are coming to Vancouver, and they're playing at the Rickshaw. Uh, they are playing the Bishop's Green Power, Vacant State, and Acquitted. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce it correctly, but this is a new uh, hardcore band which features Bill of Living the Lions. And um, uh, if you'd like to go to see, check out the show at the um, uh, Rickshaw on uh, tomorrow, which is Friday, uh, feel free to give a call 604-822-2487, 604-822-2487 to see Chromax tomorrow at the Rickshaw for free. Let's check out while you're doing that, while you're, oh, somebody is already calling, and this is Chromax Hard Times. Enjoy.
Hello, hello, hello! That was weekly punk rock radio show Rocket from Russia on CITR, and today we focused on the Isotopes' uh, new album Nuclear Strike Zone, and we gave away tickets to the Chromax show, which is happening uh, at Direction uh, on uh, Friday, which is tomorrow. Thank you so much for your calls and for participating in this. Um action. Uh, opening track was by Chromags, uh, that was a song called Hard Times from their legendary agent The Age of Quarel. Then we heard a local band Vacant State from their self-titled album that was Filled the Void. The song goes specifically out to my friend Kevin. Uh, Power was after that from uh, Washington, that was a song called Singing and Screaming uh, from their album called Death Haunts. Then uh, we heard Acquitted, uh, the new, like I said, new band that features Bill from Living with Lions from their new demo that was a song called About to Break. And the final track was by Bishops Grimm from their super album Pressure that was a song called Gross and Net. Super, super. All right, uh, Evan, thank you so much, man, for, for coming. Thank you for CDs. Thank you for music. Thank you for just grain being in the grand band. Thank you for having me, Tim. It's always great to be out here. And uh, yeah, hope to see you soon. Good luck on tour. You're leaving on March 5th. That's right. Yep. And you're coming back here April 11th. That's right. It's a month, just over a month on the road with the real Mackenzie's. So if we make it, not easy. If we survive, I'll see you April 11th at the rickshaw. (laughs) I hope you do because I I understand the challenge. (laughs) Are you driving the same van? Uh, No, we're definitely not in the same vehicle. No. For this is good. This is this is safer. <laughs> All right, the show is April 11th. Uh, the Real Mackenzie's Isotopes playing. Uh, Chris will be reading uh, parts of his brand new book about the Real Mackenzie's. And a total disappointment, which is friends of ours, a new band in Vancouver. They're opening uh-huh. that show too, so that's gonna be good to see those guys. It's their first show. It'll cool. be good. Yep. Cool. Cool. All right, man. Thank you so much again. Uh, you can pick up the, uh, the Nuclear Strike Zone by the Isotopes on uh, Stomp Records. Uh, where else could you please announce where people can get this? Anywhere you like to purchase music, it's available. So just go go do what you would normally do, and you'll find it. Cool. This is great. This is thanks to Stomp Records being absolutely. That. Yep, Stomp helped us out a lot with this. Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. available everywhere. Alright, uh, thanks man, and the final track we will play, another track from the Isotopes that will be a uh, song Night Bus Home to You. One of the slower ballad songs. Good song. This is a tearjerker. This is what we're gonna do right after we finish this. We'll do that. Tears. Right, man, thank you so much, and that was weekly punk rock radio show Rocket from Russia. Punk rock trivia night is on uh, Monday, uh, February 23rd at the Biltmore Cabaret. Come out, the poor form will play. It should be a very, very exciting time. Uh, thanks so much for listening. This is the Isotopes Night Bus Home to You. Bye-bye.